Hello. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the pod that must not be named. <laughs> I mean, I really miss saying welcome to name that pod, but... Me too, but this is so much more fitting. It's really is so much more fitting. And my God, you guys, I, this quarantine might be the best thing to happen to this podcast. It might I be mean, the best truly. thing to happen to me. I mean, and the worst at the same time. But <laughs> all of it at the same time. I mean, if I wasn't this low, I would never have found Harry Potter. It took you hitting rock bottom for me to be like, speaking of rocks, can I introduce you to the Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Stone? Stone? Which we will learn about on this episode. Yeah. You don't understand. I kept looking at the title of the book and I was like, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And I was like, when the fuck is this stone going to make a motherfucking cameo? And then I was like, oh, that's what the fucking fluffy is hiding. Yeah. By the way, the British version is called the Philosopher's Stone. And the Philosopher's Stone is a real thing in like, uh, I don't want to say folklore, but um, there's another book, The Alchemist, uh, that has someone trying to find the Philosopher's Stone. But I think Americans are so dumb and uncultured that they were like, well, no one's going to know what that is. got to make something else up that sounds witchy and wi- wizardy. Well, it's, it worked because they named it Sorcerer's Stone and I'm all on board. I don't know if I'd be as all in as I am. If it was if Philosopher's it, Stone. If it was the Philosopher's Stone. It doesn't sound as witchy. That's it doesn't true. sound as witchy. It doesn't sound as cryptic. Yeah, and we are going to learn about that, but we started with chapter 12, which is the Mirror of Irised. Well, let's, let's, let's just establish what we left off with. We left yes. off, it was the Quidditch game, and Snape tried to do his fucking magic, magic. on Harry, and it didn't work because uh, Hermione caught him in the act and did her nerdy magic spell on him, and Absolutely. Harry ended up catching the, the, uh, the snitch, and the they snitch, won. And he won. And then at the end of that, they're, all, they're telling Hagrid about it, sort of trying to, you know, commiserate with him. And mm-hmm. Hagrid's going off about, like, you're wrong and blah, blah, blah. And then he accidentally uh, drops, name drops name. Nicholas Flamel. Well, excuse me. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and so, of course, their ears perk up. They're like, because they ask him about the three-headed dog. And they're like, he's like, that's between Professor Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. So everyone's like, okay, that's a clue. Hagrid's pissed at himself. That's where we leave off. As he should be. The big dummy spilling the fucking beans. Yeah. What a fucking bozo. But such heart of gold. Heart of gold. A bozo I mean, with a heart of gold. Absolutely. He's, he's an angel, but kind of a ding dong at times. Now, we, we get back into it. It's, Christmas is it's coming. Now, it's now Christmas. Christmas yes. is coming. I love when we go from one holiday to the next. Absolutely. That's great. No Thanksgiving. No Thanksgiving. I was like, why isn't there a Thanksgiving? I'm like, oh, it's England. There's no Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's, I guess that would be why. Huh. Huh. Look at that. Who would have thunk? God, I guess they just have to do all of their picking out on Christmas. What a bummer for them. And, uh. So Harry's staying in for Christmas. He's staying at uh, Hogwarts. Mm -hmm. So are the Weasleys. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and wait, there was one thing I wanted to note. Hold on, hold on. Is it Malfoy? Uh, Is it Malfoy? Yeah, well, Malfoy's there. He hasn't left yet. Yeah. Well, and he, I mean, he does this whole, like, I feel so sorry for, you know, people who aren't going home. And Harry's like, are you fucking kidding? This is the greatest thing ever. He's like, this is the best. It re- I mean, I was so, so pumped for him. And I was hoping that Christmas was going to be as big and bad as I thought it would be. And it lived up. It did. Absolutely. There's like almost a fifth this fight between Weasley and Ron, or Ron and um, Malfoy, which seems to be an ongoing thing. And um, I mean, Christmas comes, right? What are we? I don't know what else you wanted to cover. Was there something else? I can't, for some reason, I'm like looking. I feel like there was something I wanted to get into. Um, Oh, the Nicholas Flamel thing. Yeah, the Nicholas Flamel thing. Oh, so oh, they're in the out. library looking yes. for books about Nicholas Flamel, and they're not finding anything. Yeah, which and we find out that they've been doing this for a while. Yeah, they've been up to it for a while. Since they heard the name, since we left off. And there's a restricted area in the library, which Harry tries wandering into. Which is just so funny to wander into the restricted area and then be like, 
oh, whoops, when someone catches you. Like, yeah. I don't know how I ended up past these ropes. Oh, my bad. Tiptoe. And then he's supposedly you need a note from a teacher or you need to be a certain year in school. I can't remember what it was. I think it's both. I think you need a note from a teacher, but the only people getting notes are cert- are people who are at a certain level and they're uh, planning to get into a profession which requires you know, Defense Against the Dark Arts. Oh, these were the books containing powerful dark magic never taught at Hogwarts and only read by older students studying advanced defense against the dark arts. Okay. Yes. So it's for people who want to go off and be whatever the jobs are that defend against uh, the you-know-who types. The he-how, the shall-not-me-mention types. Absolutely. Um, so, okay, so all of that happens... Holiday starts. Ron yeah. and Harry are together. They've Hermione had no leaves. with the Nicholas Flamel, by the way. N- nothing comes of it at all whatsoever. Um, so he, it's, I think it's Christmas Day. When did he get, he got the present. Did they open the presents on Christmas Day? Yeah, they wake up know. Christmas morning and he's not expecting any presents. And, and he wakes up to a little stack, which is nice. And how, just, you know what, think about it. Think about going from having absolutely nothing to having a stack. Yeah, it's that, like, like Mike Harry- Wazowski syndrome where, like, Harry didn't think, oh, look, Ron has so many more presents than me. He thought, like, oh, my God, I've got presents. Yeah, he's just amped. Yeah. So they're opening his presents. He gets a little wooden flute. Oh, I love, the line, I love the line when Harry's like, I got presents. And Ron's like, what did you expect? Turnips? I know, right? Like, Ron knew he was getting presents. Yeah. It's Christmas. That's what happens. It's just so strange, if, you know, to think about, if you're someone who gets Christmas presents every year, to think that that's ever not been a thing. So um, I, love, I love that the, he did get a gift from Uncle Vernon and Petunia. 50 pence, which is like, go fuck yourself. But Ron is blown away by muggle money. He's like, what's that? He's like, you could just have it. Like, just keep it. And Ron thinks it's so cool. And then... What is 50 pence? Isn't that like half a pound? I don't know what a pound... What does that equal in American money? Hold on. A little bit more than a dollar? Siri, what is 50 pence in American money? It's a half a pound. $62.13. There's no way that's right. 50... Oh, 50 pence? Yeah. There was a note with a 50 pence taped, a 50 pence. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, 50 pence. A 50 pence what is, is a 50 half, pence is a half in American a money. It's worth half a dollar. That would be 62 cents. 62 cents. A little bit right, more. Cool. Okay, more Perfect. All right, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's essentially half of a Wow, pound. what a fuck you. By the way, that sounded like a lot to me. So I was like, oh. Oh, no, they did. Oh, my God. No, I, it's, to me, I was like, he's getting essentially pennies, you know, like 50 pennies. Oh, no. I was like, oh, look at them. They came around a little bit. Like, Um, it cost more to ship that, like, in an envelope. Hilarious. And then Harry's like, that's friendly. Yeah. Like, well, they sent something. It's also so funny because I'm, he hasn't opened up to them. So they're probably going like, (laughs) good luck getting anything with that. And it's like, meanwhile, in the wizarding world, he's fucking loaded. Like Harry is rich. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. He has a. No question about about wizarding money. money. Is, is there, what's the exchange rate on wizarding money to muggle money? Do we know? I mean, there is no exchange rate because they're both worthless in either community. (sighs) Such a good point. Because they don't mix and mingle. And then he gets a jumper from Ron's mom. So cute. Which is so cute. Such a, like... And then Ron gets a maroon one, which he apparently hates. Yeah. Like, just every year. Which I get if you're getting the same sweater every year. And at this point, he must have, like, vocalized that he hates that color. Why does she keep giving it to him? But maybe it was this, like, if he wears maroon, then he'll get into the Gryffindor house, because they're maroon, and now he's in there, he should have a maroon sweater. Now, quick question. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I'm confused about something. Well, not confused. I don't know what I am. You'll tell me in a second what I am. Um, he gets a present from Hermione, which are the chocolate frogs. Yum. And those are the ones with the cards in it, right? Those have the playing cards in them? Yes. Okay, so this is the frog that he opens later. Yes. Where they find the card that has... Yeah, that's... That's the Got next it. chapter, but... Perfect. 
Um, now I'm now now I'm like, why did she get him candy? And then I'm like, oh wait, well, I she just like got him candy to get him candy. Yeah, but, but I feel like, I feel they, like it was. I feel they, like there's no accidents here, you know. No, but I mean, just for the record, when we talk about it later. In the book, it literally says, it was the last of the chocolate frogs Hermione had given him for Christmas. Oh, I'm an idiot. I, you know what, you guys? I, look, my attention to detail is not the best, but my heart is here, okay? Mine's That's probably only important. that good because I've been reading them out loud and having to, like, re-go over stuff every time I fuck up, which is a lot. Oh, uh, really? Well, uh, yeah. Reading out loud is not easy. No, I, and it's... The weird thing is, is that I keep getting parched and needing water and like, and it's like, okay, I talk nonstop all fucking day. Why when I'm reading, is it suddenly such an issue? Um, but I mean, maybe because you're going to have to start taking Thork. Are you doing voices too? Well, I mean, they're not good voices, but I'm doing like accents and stuff. Oh, I love We've gotten progressively lazier, by the way. Um, well, once, once you move in here, oh guys, good news. If you haven't heard the news. Oh, my roommate is abandoning me. Jessica Michelle lost her roommate, and my lost my roommate as well. So we will so be roommates. we're moving in together, you guys. Which means step it up over on the Patreon, because we're going to be able to turn any money we make into some fucking hot content. Hot fucking content. content. We've hot got a wish list. Goddamn with, uh, content. With some supplies on it for making videos and stuff that we could use that money for, or if you're feeling wild and you want to get us... Uh, the lighting kit and green screen we have on there. You can go ahead and do that. But more importantly, head over to Patreon. And while I'm plugging our Patreon, we have our first high tea this Saturday. It's going to be tea time with all of the patrons. We're going on Zoom. We're chatting with Audrey Stewart, a great comedian who, by the way, coincidentally just dropped a fucking hilarious video about... Uh, it's called When You Find Out You're a Gryffindor. I'll be sharing a little snippet of it on the... Uh, the podcast Instagram, but she's going to join us. We're going to talk about her love for Harry Potter and be talking with all of you. You guys have a chance to chime in and, and, you know, join the conversation. And, and hopefully by week. then, hopefully by then, cause this is the last three chapters, the Wait. second to last three chapters. And then we have three more chapters. Yeah. Um, so we that'll be, think we'll be finished with the book. So by the time high tea rolls around, it will be known what house I'm in. What house she's in. Um, if you're on the Patreon, you will have gotten to hear me, uh, not here, not just here, but see via a Zoom video, me read the last chapter to Nicole and have her mind explode as she reads along. I'm and, so excited, you guys. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. And I mean, that's a lot. When we're going to watch the movie, which is crazy. And then, yeah, and then I think probably, yeah, next week we'll watch the movie. And you get to be in a zoo with us while we watch the movie. You're invited to uh, a group Zoom. So that'll be a quiet, we're not going to talk too much during the movie. Yeah. But it'll be like a chat along in the side type thing. And we'll yeah, just you, the Jessica, Michelle, and I will be unmuted. Uh, you can mute us if you want, if you don't want to hear it playing. But, or you can keep it unmuted so you can hear me freaking out in the movie. And you guys can chat along. Uh, so, and, yeah, and you guys chat along. All of those options are available. Patreon.com slash name that pod, um, which we're going to keep all this stuff name that pod because it's just easier to say. Yeah. Fucking, it kind of fits with the pod that shall not be named. Um, yeah. So there's so much going on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm like dreaming about the movie already. I mean, it's going to be... I mean, I cheated. We know I cheated. Yeah, but I'm still fucking excited. God damn it. But it's it. going to be incredible getting to see you see all of the characters from this come to life. You get to see Snape. You get to see everyone. And, and get to hear your... We're going to get to hear your opinion on all the differences. Oh, it's, it's, I'm, already, I'm already disappointed. But I'm still very much excited. Me too. I can't believe... At first, I felt like I was like, oh, we're going kind of slow because it's so easy to whiz through this book. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, oh, we're, we're moving along. I got to be honest. This, this, when he saw the mirror of Irised, is that what it is? Irised? Yeah, that's what I say. Um, if he, when, this was a chapter that I wanted to go online and watch how they were going to do did, this in the you movie. You didn't? I did not. Good. I swear, Don't hand to God. You know I would admit if I cheated. Um, I was, this was one that I really wanted to see. First of all, 
I didn't know that there was going to be an invisibility cloak. Had no idea that was coming. And when they described something fluidy and silver gray went slithering to the floor where it laid in gleaming folds, I was like, oh my God, it's a sea anemone. Like what? <laughs> I, I just figured it was a sea creature. Someone evil sent him a sea creature. Um, and it fucking freaked me out. And then Ron was like, it's an invisibility cloak. Which is so rad. Um, and at that point I was like, well, I really want to go look at this online because I want to see what it looks like. I want to see how exciting this thing is. And then it works. And see someone go invisible. Because is this crazy. is the best, this is the best superhero power to have. Also Besides that being note. able to talk to animals and then yeah. the note. I mean, obviously, you'd want to talk to animals first. Uh, I know that about you. I've once had a conversation with Nicole about how she said that if, if, your, do if your dog had a terminal <laughs> illness and you could give it a whole year to live, or, or, or 24 live, hours to talk to me, but you could talk to it, and she was like, hands down, I would choose talking to it. And I was like, that is, in my mind, insane. <laughs> insane. Maybe. Just so you know, I give a lot of people that test, ask yourself that question. If you have an animal and it's your animal's last day on earth and the vet's like, you get one year or one day and you could talk to them in that one day. But you could never talk to them in the last year they have. I would keep them for a year. I don't know. I would want to talk to Buddy. I really would. But of course, Nicole would want to be invisible because she's so fucking nosy. I'm so nosy. The oh. fucking... Oh, Eddie, the most nosy. You would use this for nothing that would be for the greater good. It would just be like, you're never going to believe what I heard them saying about so-and-so. It's like, oh, I would li I live for the goss. I live for the hot goss. Like the greatest power on earth. And you're going to be like, you're not going to get, you're never going to believe. I would, cheating on their husband. A thousand percent. I would head on down to Skid Row. I would watch people do drugs, get murdered. I'd want to watch all the crime. You're just there in an invisible lawn chair eating popcorn. Like, this uh, is crazy. Crazy. Oh, I couldn't wait. Like, these are, these are the things I would do. I would just want to see crime happen in real time. Yeah. I would go into, would go into a, a firefighter, a fire station. I would just go in there to watch uh, them change. Exactly. That's all I would do. I would just sit in the fire station. I would, I would, I would set a fire somewhere. And then, <laughs> I would, and then I would run back to the firehouse. And I would watch all of them change into their gear and then get there and then because i'm invisible i'll just put the fire out really quickly with some superpower and um oh because you yeah. assume you have that as well oh yeah yeah i have all kinds of powers well if i'm invisible fucking who knows anyway so yeah uh, oh firefighters you know what this book needs of more firefighters more firefighters i mean in a way i was concerned at one point in these chapters i wasn't concerned that there was going to be some sort of fire happening oh i mean yeah a particular me too. person's hut yeah, when we get to, uh, what was it, chapter 14. Third, cha uh, third chapter in this uh, 14, yeah, the third segment. chapter in this group, yep. Let's go back to where we are, because okay. what are you thinking of this note? Oh, I'm thinking, at that point when I knew it was, when it was an invisibility cloak, I'm like, oh, this is probably some sort of thing that was, like, bequeathed to him. Yeah, but, but it's, I, like, I, I was like, narrow, loopy writing. It's, like, yeah. who, who? I bet it's what's-her-face. Um... Uh, fuck, why am I so bad with names? Professor McGonagall. You don't think that her being a teacher, he's probably seen... My thought was that he probably knows his professor's handwriting, but I guess this isn't regular school, so maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. It, it's very weird that they didn't sign it. Yeah. It's either like they don't want him to know who it is, or they were just carelessly thinking, like, obviously he'll know who this is from. I mean, McGonagall and um, Dumbledore both had connections to his dad. So it's got to be one of them. That makes sense. That makes sense. Or maybe it was Flamel. Yeah. Oh, Flamel. I never thought of that. Well, what else is interesting is like the idea oh, that- Oh, maybe, maybe it was in that package that was in Gringotts. <laughs> oh, it's not even there. It's just been, been mailed to him. And no, 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 no. So when, when he picked it up- so when Hagrid picked it up from Gringotts, maybe it was the Sorcerer's Stone and the Invisibility Cloak. Oh. And, and... Well, it's not Hagrid's writing, so it would have like, you think he, like Dumbledore? Hagrid probably gave it to Dumbledore and was like, here, you know, Flamel, or maybe Flamel had had it all along or knew he was going to give it back to him at some point and just had the letter with the, the, mm. the 
cloak ready to go. Very interesting. Is this revealed, by the way? Do we find out who gave it to him eventually? I guess we'll just see. Fucking bitch! <laughs> All right, let's go. Moving, moving along, you bitch. Um, okay, so then the, the Weasleys come in, and the whole everybody's got a fucking They're sweater, all, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? They eat dinner. They have a fucking snowball fight. Dinner, I'm so into this so much, the snowball fight and the dinner and all of that. And yeah. then... And By then, the way, da, 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 da. Were you, when you were reading, when I first read, uh, when Harry finally left the table, he was... When I first read about the wizard... Grow your own warts kit? Oh. Oh. No, can I get a get rid of your own warts kit, please? Um, <laughs> They're part wizard of crackers. Really wizard crackers? Harry pulled a wizard cracker with Fred, and it didn't bang. Like, when it first said wizard crackers, and these were much better than the muggle crackers, I was thinking, like, Ritz crackers. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then it's like, oh, no, this is like a sparkler, like a firecracker. <gasps> oh, Like hilarious. the little ones that you explode. Oh, that's funny. I didn't even think of that. No. And these ones have little, like, gifts in them, which is fun. Um, well, didn't think that. Anywho. Um, anywho. So, snowball fight, having fun, blah, blah, blah. Then they have tea. They have tea, and then Harry, Harry's trying to go to bed, and can't go to bed because he's got fucking so much shit on his mind. Yeah. Um, and then he decides he's going to slip on that cloak. His That's right. Daddy's cloak. He's gonna slip into something comfortable. Let me slip into something comfortable. Let me, let me slip into something sexy. Oh, let me put on my cloak, my sweet sunken cloak. I'm cloaking up and I'm going by the fat lady. That's right. Ah, slips right past her. He has the thought, by the way. He's like he he makes the conscious decision to like you know what he thought about waking Ron, but he's like let me just use it the first time on my own. And the fat lady just goes, "Who's there?" By the way, I love that she writes, who's there, squawked the fat lady. I mean, Jesus. JK, how clearly. much do we hate fat people? I mean, I this mean, is just fatching. Like, clearly fat phobic. They don't squawk. Voices. I know, this poor they fat lady. They don't squawk, they squawk, they gurgle. No, I'm kidding. Who's um, <laughs> there? They do that. <laughs> In between bites. <laughs> um, the Harry poor says, fat lady is like, Poor the only fat lady in all the portraits is probably being hit on by every wizard who's like, hey, big mama, let me get in his hips. <laughs> like, bitch, let me live. By the way, for Halloween, can, we, can I be the big fat lady and can you be the person I'm banging? In another <laughs> I'll just painting? Be like a and we wizard. just walk and forth just back just and forth paintings? between our two paintings? Oh, I wonder if at some point they reveal a specific, another like painting. Yeah. That could be fun, the fat lady yeah. in the painting. Except for that you're a stick, so that's ridiculous. I'll get a fat suit. Do they even Come have anymore? Is that, a, uh, is that By the way, why did I turn her into Harry Carey? Like, I'll I get a fat I'll suit. I'll get a fat... Hey, who's there? Hey! <laughs> Harry Carey! Okay, um... If you were every flavored bean, which Harry one would you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So he, he does, you know, what I think that... Anyone reading would expect him to do. He's like, oh, shit, I'm going to go to the restricted section of the motherfucking library. And find out who Flamel is. So he now, goes. This is, this, is the part, this is the part that made me laugh really loud. He lit a lamp in the library to go look at the books. Yes. He's now just a floating lamp of light. That it's like, what are you doing? Mary, this is an amateur hour, okay? You need to step up your fucking game, you dummy. But, like, what are you going to do? Because I guess I think that if it's pitch dark and... Then he can't you know, see anything, but he shouldn't have... I don't know. Because I guess I, it's like if you tried to keep it underneath the invisibility cloak, it would be invisible, so it wouldn't be able to shine. Oh, that is true. I, I love that you figured out the laws of physics in the invisibility cloak world. Well, between you and me, I'm working on an, an invisibility cloak. Oh, okay. I figured it out, actually. I have an invisibility cloak. If you don't want anyone to notice you, you just wear a MAGA hat, and people seem to just pretend... Disappear. <laughs> All your friends disappear. Um, did you see um, the season of Curb? The, I think it was like the first or second episode of this season. No, does um, he wear a Larry, red hat or a MAGA hat? Larry David wears a MAGA hat to get rid of people, to get people to leave him alone. Oh my God, I should have been a writer on Curb. You, sh <laughs> you should be Larry. I, you're definitely, Larry David is the guy who came in a test tube all those years ago. Oh my God, what if he is? 
I mean, it would explain a little bit. I mean... Not your size, though. No, you're more like Larry David than I am. I'm more like... I'm definitely... Uh, uh, I was right? recently told I'm every Seinfeld character all wrapped into one. That's hilarious. Yeah, uh, Zane told me that I am the Kramer of my own house. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous, but Wonderful. I appreciate the humor in it. Um, all right, anywho. So he gets to the books. He gets to the books. He sees one bloodstained. Possibly, who knows? He gets hairs on the back of his neck. Yeah, he, he said he could feel, like, it said that, like, he could almost feel like the books were whispering at him to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and oh. then a large black and silver volume caught his eye. He pulled it out with difficulty because it was very heavy. And balancing it on his knee, let it fall open. And then the book screams like a loud bitch! A piercing, blood-curling shriek split the silence. Which is, it's like, are you fucking kidding? That that's the one book? Also, the one like, book. What, my, like, what is this book? Is it supposed to be so loud and unbearable that you don't read the information? Like, who would make this book? What is its purpose? I don't know. Maybe it was porn. <laughs> Harry he snapped it shut and the book is still shrieking yeah so he's just like i'm fucked and then he stumbles back and knocks over his lamp saw that one fucking coming idiot pitch dark now he's and fucked now he's but he's got his fucking cloak on so he's invisy yeah and he passed filch like just runs past him in the door and I, the part the part where he says he looks straight through him that was fucking dope and then he goes under his arm and out yeah, and then he's, like, running around so quickly trying to get away that he doesn't even realize where he is. And coming from somewhere, he hears Filch talking to Snape. Like, just in another wall somewhere. Snapey McSnaper, Steve. Which, like, and he's run pretty far away. And so it's a testament to how Filch knows all the inner workings and secret passageways of the school, but... He, he hears him tell Snape, you know, somebody's been in a library restricted section. So now he and Snape are like, well, we've got to find them. They couldn't be far. I'm like, good luck, you fucking bozo. In the restricted section. Anywho, Harry dodges into a room. It yeah. looks like an unused classroom. The door was ajar. Yeah, now, so knowing what we know about who's at, what's in that room and who was later seen in that room, do you think who was later seen in that room, if you haven't gotten to that part yet, just hold on, we'll get there. Um, was already in the room? Is that what you're going to ask? He was in there that whole time? I don't know if he was in there that whole time, so much as he's just aware of everything going on at the school at all times, was my yeah. thought. Is that like either, I don't know if it's like a spell or a wizarding thing or a device, but like somehow he's able to be. Uh, I don't even want to say in two places at once, but like, it's like he has some sort of magical version of security cameras either in his head or as he a knows, device. He or knows that someone's he just using knows When people are moving, he knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's just via the mirror. Um, anyhow. Harry, Harry finds this mirror. It's just like a very pretty mirror. Uh-huh. It, it stands out because, you know... This otherwise looks like an unused classroom, but there's this like magnificent mirror with an ornate gold frame. Honestly, sounds like a piece I'd love to have in my home. My uh, home and our home. In our home. Oh my God. What if, I, what if I just started turning the whole apartment into like super Harry Potter? Like it got I mean, out of go, control. done. You're like, Do it. fucking yes. You're I'm like, in. look, I'm I was fine with the decorum and the mirror, but we can't have owls. <laughs> oh no. We can. And loose we owls shitting everywhere. I like, want loose. Like, oh my God. Oh, you know how much I love loose owls. I, I mean, I know that you've got loose bowels, so they rhyme. <laughs> I once said to a boyfriend that, and I think it was actually a guy I was dating and we had seen one of the, maybe we hadn't seen one of the Harry Potter movies, but I said that I wanted a pet owl and I was like, wouldn't that be so cool? And owls are nocturnal. And he's like, I feel like the owl would kill you because you would just slowly annoy it to death by standing outside the cage and being like, Hi, Mr. Owl. Mr. Owl, don't you want to be my friend during the day? And it would have like one eye open, like, you fucking bitch. And it would just. I feel like he is describing me and not you. 
Uh, I don't know. It was, it was foreshadowing of your future with me. My future. That's, that's me annoying you to death. <laughs> and I'm just in a cage. I'm your pet owl annoying <laughs> you to death. My God. Um, Never. So, all right, there, there he was, reflected. He sees himself, and he's wearing the invisibility cloak, and he sees himself. Still in the mirror, but then not only does he see himself, there's a fucking group of people standing behind him, which, and like... guess who it is? It's his family. That's right. So at first, he's like, what the fuck? Are there other invisible people in here? And he realizes that's not the case. He looks at the woman. She's got the same eyes as him. He realizes, like, it's his mom and his dad and a bunch of just other family members. He identifies like an old man who has his knees and he just, I gotta be honest. I got, I got a little emotional in this. I, I figured I was going to ask, like, how are you yeah. feeling? Um, I just, I was so excited for him. And like, I didn't, I didn't know like what was going on. I didn't know if this was real, if it was them in an alternate universe. I didn't know like what it was. I didn't know how it came to be. Um, but you know, when it, the line where it was like, how long he stood there, he didn't know the reflection did not fade. And he looked and looked until a distant noise brought him back to his senses. And I was yeah. like, I, I just, and then when he said, I'll come back, I was like, ah, oh. like, and I just, that, that whole thing, you just know, it's like, you. You, you, it got me because it's like, you know, you never thought of Perry, of Perry, of Harry having any <laughs> idea about his parents. Yeah. Um, you know, he was told they died in a car accident. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's just in the past, like, you know, since uh, August. Yeah. He's realized that he, wasn't true. He found but... out all, this, all these truths about his parents. And it's like, you know, six months later, he's sitting there, like, you know, looking at his parents who he thought weren't just, who he thought were just regular people who died in a car accident. Yeah. Who he'd never seen before. There was, like, no trace of them. Yeah. Nothing. And now he's like staring at them in the face. He's yeah. for his, the first time ever. See, and it's like, you know, it's not just a, it's one thing to find a photo of your parents you've never seen before. This is, I mean, they're right there in the mirror. I gotta be honest. There is a part of me that genuinely hopes his parents aren't dead. And that later on in the series, they come back into play. That's very interesting. Or they're I, ghosts. I say nothing. to play. Okay. We'll just Fuck. have to keep reading to find out. Put a pin in that because I think I'm right. Um, um, anywho, so then he heads back to his room. I wish we had made or, ha or someone was making uh, a chart of all of the predictions you've made. <laughs> um, um, oh, I'll remember them. I love saying I told you so. Are you goddamn kidding? It's my love that's language. That's very true. So he heads back. You know, Ron's pissed. Like, ah, oh, you could have woken me up. I love that Ron's like, I'd like to see your mom and dad. Like, he's excited, and then Harry's just, just like, I want to see all the Weasleys, too. And Ron's like, ah, you can see them anytime. They're alive, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's just, like, inconsiderately, like, come to my house this summer. People. Yeah, which is a nice offer. Hopefully the, that's on the table. Because I, I don't know if Hogwarts, is it open for the summer? What's he going to do, go back with the Dursleys? I don't know. That's freaking me out. I want to know. I mean, I know you know, and I love how well you're playing dumb right now. But, it is fun to play dumb. Oh, it's you're one of my favorite things. It, by the way, you are so smart at playing dumb. It's my only skill. So now, because of this uh, mirror, uh, the worries about about uh, figuring out who Flamel is melt away. The, yeah, what, Harry doesn't what, care. What he Fluffy saw is watching. They don't give a fuck. They don't care what Snape is up to. They're just focused on this mirror. Yeah, well... I don't know if Ron's completely forgotten, but Harry's definitely like, I've got to find that mirror. I have yeah. to go look at it again. I mean, Ron's had his whole life with his family. Harry's had no time with his family. Yeah, so I think Ron's more like, I want to see his parents. They're dead. And, you know, he knows the story of... Yeah. Uh, everyone knows the story of what happened to his parents, so he's just curious to see what they look like. So Ron gets in front of the mirror. No family at all. No family at all. But he does see that he's wearing a badge like Bill used to and he's always the house cup and the Kittich cup he said I'm Kittich captain you say Kittich Quidditch I said Ki quit I don't know what I'm saying I'm just being lazy right now oh my god I was like oh. have you been saying Kittich this whole time Kittich it sounds like a Kittish he's head like boy yeah I know it sounds it sounds a lot more Jewish when you say that actually 
I'm so Jewy. And he's a Yiddish cup captain. He's a Yiddish. Yeah, I can't even say uh, the Yiddish cup. They, we won uh, the Yiddish cup. I mean, Ron's family, they certainly have enough kids to be a fucking very Jewish family. I mean, yeah, they're the, those redheaded Jews. They're the, like, redheaded Jews. Uh-huh. Like, like me, a fake redheaded Jew. That's true. Oh, my God, you're like a Weasley. You're a Weasley. I'm, I am a Weasley. You're such a Weasley. <sighs> well, you know, it even said, uh, I thought of you when, when they were... Uh, describing his family in the mirror because his mom had dark red hair. Oh, she did? God, you are bad with attention to detail. I am terrible. <laughs> so, Ron, so instead of seeing family, Ron's seeing like this great image of himself, <laughs> head boy, captain of the Quidditch team. They've won the Quidditch Cup. <laughs> All these things. And Ron's like, do you think it shows the future? Which is silly because Harry's family's dead. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, you know, they hear a noise outside and kind of have to, like, scurry off again. So they, uh, this line didn't, this line made no sense to me. Hold on, let me read it one more time. Did the cloak work on cats? <laughs> well, no, because it, it, I, I could understand having that thought that the cat comes in and you're like, well, because, okay, think about this. Every time we FaceTime uh-huh. and we try to show the dogs, like, oh, it's Nicole, and they don't react at all. Yeah. Like, they have no concept that you're there. It's just, oh, oh, that's what it means. Got so it. So it's like, are they still invisible to the cat? Like, what if, you know, what? You know, I'm and so also, dumb. I'm so dumb. Let's keep going. Let's just move it along. Okay, I love it. So, oh, well, also, animals have different senses, so maybe they're invisible, but she smells them. You know what I mean? Or yeah. something like that. So, um, uh. So Harry's uh, fixated on it. Ron, you know, Ron's like, oh, you want to play chess? Let's go visit Hagrid. And he's kind of like, no. And Ron's like, look, I know you're fixated on that mirror, but, like, we can't. You can't keep going back to it. I've got a bad feeling. There have been too many close calls. Yada, yada, yada. And, of course, Harry's like, you know, you're starting to sound like Hermione. But Ron's very adamantly like, dude, don't, you got to knock out. Like, you're really playing with fire here. And so, of course, you know, later that night uh, when Ron's asleep, Harry immediately Harry leaves. Harry takes to find off. The, yeah, he goes to find the mirror. He's looking in the mirror smiling at his family so back again harry and i was like oh shit in the dick what what were you when you first read that did you have a reaction of like what it could be or were you just like what the fuck is happening um i literally had no idea i just had no idea it was like one of those things where it's like i wasn't expecting someone to be oh for my actually you know what my first thought was someone in the mirror was talking to him oh um, and then when he looked behind him, I was like, no. And then, and then it's Dumbledore and I'm like, okay, it's Al. So maybe this is not bad. so bad. It's not so bad. It's either um, so bad or not so bad. Cause it's like, well, it is the head, whatever he's called master. Or yeah. whatever. Um, um, head. like hundreds before you, you've discovered the delights of the mirror of her said, um, and he said, I've realized what it's done by now. And then he explains that um, um, it's the happiest man on earth would be able to use the mirror of her said like a normal person. That is, he would look into it and see himself exactly as he is. Yeah. So it basically, shows us what we want, whatever we yeah, want. It shows us nothing more or less than our deepest, most desperate desire of our heart. So the thing you want more than anything is, is what it shows you, which is like, you know, he's never met his family. He wants to see his family. It shows him that. And what a contrast between him and Ronald Weasley, who's had his family the whole time, and he's overshadowed, and all he wants is to, like, you know... Just be an individual. Be the, yeah, being the best and being an individual. Maybe that's why Ron loves Harry so much, because Harry is the ultimate individual. That's true. He's, like, his own person. You know what I mean? He's, he's known just, as... He's his, a person with no family. Yeah. Therefore, is completely his own person and has his own story. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Ron is just everybody else's story. He's, yeah, his story is he's one of the Weasleys, you know? Yeah. Um, he gets advice from Dumbledore, who's like, you know, men have wasted away looking into that thing. You, you can't get too caught up in it. it you know, people, people lose their minds. Anyways, it's going to be moved to a new home, and I ask you to not go looking for it. Um, and then... And then he says, now why oh, don't you... know what? I, by the way, I do think Dumbledore is the one who gave it to him because Dumbledore didn't ask him at all where he got the invisibility cloak. Yeah, he just knows he has it. 
It's, yeah. That's interesting. Cause I'm thinking like, that's a good point. Either that or like, he's just aware he has it. That's uh, you got a good point. Yeah. I would just think that he like knows he has it because he's Dumbledore and he, you know, sees everything in the school, but yeah. he trusts that Harry's like a good boy and like, yeah, Won't no, I think trouble. Dumbledore is the reason he has it. And it, now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's weird. He, he, if he had known about it, he would have mentioned it. He would have been like, oh, where'd you get the invisibility cloak, kid? Yeah, unless, I mean, he knew his parents, so maybe this has been a long time coming. But yeah, that's true. Anywho, onward we go. Um, so the mirror gets moved to a new whore. whore. <laughs> well, maybe, who knows? Whores love mirrors. Um, uh, so, you know, Harry heads back. Uh, Dumbledore tells him when he looks in the mirror, he just, you know, because Harry asks, he's like, it's a pair of thick woolen socks. Who knows if that's true, but that's neither here nor there because we move on to chapter 13, Nicholas Flemel. So you know what's coming. Oh, he going on to Nicholas Flemel. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it opens with Harry's been having nightmares. Like, he's convinced, like, Dumbledore said, you know, don't go looking for it. But, like, and he hasn't pulled out the invisibility cloak since, but he's having nightmares about his family. Ron's like, see, he was right. It's going to drive you mad. And then... Uh, Hermione came back. Yeah, Hermione came back the day before term started. And, you know, she's, of course, mad at Harry for roaming around, you know, possibly risking trouble and also bummed and, and also, nobody knows. N- n- nobody figured out who Flamel was. Yeah, she wa- she's she wants to be hot on the case, and then Harry Harry doesn't even have the time to look around with them because he has more Quidditch practice. Yeah, Quidditch practice like going strong, so he doesn't even have time to think about it. Um, and uh, which he doesn't mind. Like uh, one of the big perks is that on the days they're really worn out from Quidditch, he has less nightmares, and those nightmares have been bothering him. So that's that's good. exactly how I feel when I do Stacia's class. On the days when I do Stacia's class, I sleep better at night. Yeah, it's like you get, you get it out. You just kind of wear yourself out. You get, the, you get the energy out. Yeah, or that anxious energy really does come up at night and in weird ways. Now, now this, this next thing we find out is, is one of the things where I'm, I, I'm fucking pissed off. Um, Snape can referee the game. How? That can shouldn't person, be allowed. That should, that's ridiculous. Yeah. What kind of official fucking game is this that the head person of a team... This, I'm sorry, I call bullshit. This is crap. Yeah, that it's like someone who in theory has stakes on one of the teams. Also, more importantly, where the fuck is Madam Hooch? What, did she just yeah. take a vacation? Yeah. Did she what, did she wander she, off she, to Romania she the with the dragon? And then she left? Yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Don't you have better things to do? You're a teacher. So it's, ah, oh, I'm livid that he's, and it's livid. obviously I'm he's furious. weaseled his way in there to, you know. Yeah, he's fucking cocksucking son of a bitch. Anyhow, that was a little excessive, but I stand by it. Um, anywho, so they have practice. They're, they got to get their shit together because he's going to be, because uh, Snape is going to be refereeing yeah. and they got to play a super clean game. Because he's going to be looking for any reason to, you know, take points away or give the other team points because he, and like, you, know, you know, it's like, and they're all thinking that. And then in Harry's mind, he's thinking, oh, you guys are worried about points. I'm worried about dying. Yeah, he's like, uh, he tried to curse me on a broom, but he doesn't yeah. say anything. Can't he, say anything. He has to keep his fucking mouth shut. So he just gets back to the common room. By the way, I love that the Hermione and Ron are playing chess, and chess is the only thing Hermione loses at, and then both Harry and Ron thought that was good for her. That's so funny. <laughs> By the way, I love that the chess, like, is alive. I, know, and it, I like, love that. Argues I love that so much. Moves. Maybe we should be chess pieces for Halloween. That'd be oh, fun. I'm never going to stop thinking about Halloween. Uh it's the best. Anywho, so of course, uh, Hermione and Ron have the same feeling that we do about like, oh, you're gonna die. You're like gonna 100%. die if you play, play and Snape's refereeing. He'll kill you. He'll just kill you. Absolutely. And they're like, you have to like, you know, say you're sick. Don't play. Pretend to break your leg. And it's like, there are no other seekers. So if he doesn't play, the team has to forfeit, which is so much worse. Um. And then, and then Neville comes in. He had a, a situation with Malfoy. Malfoy cast a spell on him where it tied his legs together. Yeah, his legs are, like, stuck together. So, like, when you're in a pool doing an impression of a mermaid, that's the best mm-hmm. example that's I can the, get. But his perfect, legs are... Perfect. He got the leg locker curse. So they're locked together. 
he's falling down. Hermione, you know, the bad little bitch she is, steps in the what? Steps in and fucking reverses the curse. Neville's is it counter curse or reverse curse? The reverse curse is a fun way to say it. They call it counter curse, but I like the reverse curse. I like a reverse curse. Okay, so she reverse curses him. And they're like, "What happened?" And that's when he explains Malfoy. Um, was like your dog shit. What fucking so mean. And they're all like, you had to stand, you have to stand up for him. You know, like, don't let him walk all over you. And then of course it was, it broke my heart. Neville going, there's no need to tell me I'm not brave enough to be in Gryffindor. Malfoy's already done that. And it's like, oh, this poor, just like mess of a human. How sad. I want to hug Neville. Harry reaches around in his pockets because he, he knows he has a chocolate frog left in there. The very last had given him the for box Christmas. Oh. Had given him for Christmas. All right. I'm stupid. Um, uh, and then he it, eats it. And it's just like, you collect the offers, cards, right? Yeah. And then as Neville walked away, Harry looked at the famous wizard card. Dumbledore again, he said. He was the first one I ever, he gasped. He stared at the back of the card, then looked up at Ron and Hermione. I found him. I found Flamel. I told you I'd read the name somewhere before. That was the thing. It was pissing me off too, because I was like, I know they already said this name somewhere in this chapter. And I could not remember. I was like, what did he write one of the books? And they're not seeing it right in front of them. And then as soon as he got the Dumbledore card, I was like, wait, I think it's on the card. And so, you know, they read Professor Dumbledore is particularly famous for his defeat of the dark wizard. Grindelwald in 1945 sounds very Nazi-ish for the discovery of the 12 uses of dragon's blood and his work on alchemy with his partner Nicholas Flamel. Ding, 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 ding! Hermione jumps to her feet! Yeah, she runs upstairs because, you know, I love the line that she hadn't looked so excited since they got back marks for the first piece of homework. She's I mean, there's so adore. many little things that just paint a picture of what a nerd she is, and I love it. Yeah, like this next is she runs down with a giant old book in her arms, and she's like, I never thought to look this. I got it at the library for a bit of light reading, and Ron's like, light? light? It's a giant book. I knew she, it. I knew it. And, and, she, the, and they find out he's the maker of the Sorcerer's Stone. And now the Sorcerer's Stone... Um, uh, da, 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 da. The ancient study of alchemy is concerned with making the sor- making the sorcerer's stone, a legendary substance with astonishing powers. The stone will transform any metal into pure gold. It also produces the elixir of life, which will make the drinker immortal. Yeah. Blah, blah, so blah, 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 blah. there's lots of reports, whatever, and they go like, and he's uh, six hundred and fifty-eight years old. Yeah. They're they, like, oh, that's why we didn't read about him in the modern sorcerers. Yeah, because he's not exactly modern. Yeah. Um, All right. So the next morning, they're they're in defense against the dark arts. Um, uh, And uh, and Harry Harry decides he's going to play. He tells him, he's like, if I don't play, all the Slytherins will just think I'm scared. And, you know, I'm just going to do the best. It's going to, you know, I'm going to show up. It'll wipe the smiles off their faces. And, of course, Hermione says, just as long as we're not wiping you off the pitch. And obviously he's getting more and more nervous as the match draws nigh. And then the match. The match. Just like... And Hermione, Hermione and Ron are like, all right, just remember the leg locking because uh, they were going to do the leg locking curse on Snape. Yeah, they'd been practicing funny. in case anything goes on. And, and I uh, love how Hermione's like, no, don't forget, it's loco, loco, loco mordo, motor mortis. And then Ron's like, I know. Don't, don't nag. Like, and I'm just, just like, such a- I'm like, Ron, you don't know. If there's one thing I'm, I'm, I just have faith in, it's that Ron won't know, and then Hermione is going to come in to save the day when and it comes to a spell. Yeah, saving the day, because it's like, eh, it's Ron. Yeah. But, like, so they are getting ready. The Quidditch team's getting ready, you know, putting on their robes. Fred's like, everyone's out there. Even Dumbledore's come to watch, which makes Harry so happy because – that feels like a safety net. It's like Dumbledore's here. There's and no Snape way. Snape looks fucking pissed. Yeah. So pissed. And I'm so excited because I'm like, oh, well, Harry's not going to die then. Not that he would. I thought he would die. But like, at least he, you know, there won't be any uh, problems. Absolutely. Um, so Snape immediately starts giving, you know, penalties out to. For no reason. It's for just no reason. Just awarding like a- Hufflepuff yeah. shot points. 
And then Malfoy and uh, Neville start getting into a beef in the audience. Yeah, because Malfoy just shows up and he's being a dick. And then Ron sticks up for him. So there's like a whole, a whole fight breaks out. Just Ron punching Malfoy. Neville's now trying to take on Crab and Goyle, which is crazy to me. And, you know, Hermione's like, oh my God, it's happening. No, Hermione is oblivious that there's a fight going on because she's locked in. It's like, oh, she's a sports fan now. Harry is in a dive, which I, which is like, okay, he's obviously seen the snitch. He's off. He's got the on. crowd's going crazy. Up in the air, Snape turned on his broomstick just in time to see something scarlet shoot past him, missing him by inches. The next second, Harry had pulled up out of the dive, his arm raised in triumph, the snitch clasped in his hand. The stands erupted. It was like a record. No one's Um, ever caught in the snitch this fast. No, I mean, I mean, I was fucking blazing with joy when I read this by myself. By the way, I was so scared that somehow the fight in the stands was going to somehow cost them the points that that Snape was going to be like something something points from Gryffindor for the fighting even though oh, I didn't even I didn't even think about that but it's like what goes on the stands would never affect any sport why would that be the case now but I was so worried there'd be some sort of justification but like this is great he's won Snape's pissed and then Harry felt a hand on his shoulder and looked up into Dumbledore's smiling face well done said Dumbledore quietly so that only Harry could hear nice to see you haven't been brooding about that mirror yeah so Harry's just had this moment of like I fucking did it I nailed it Dumbledore's proud of me my whole house is proud of me probably a lot of other people because people just seem to hate Slytherin I mean, I felt so good about all this. Yeah. He's like, what, just what a day. And okay, it's, and, go ahead. Wait, wait, and so then he's, I'm trying he's to putting remember. away his broom. He's like he's putting away his broom. That's what happens. He's putting away his broom. He's super pumped. He's winding like, down, but day. then he sees Snape creeping off somewhere. Yeah. In a hood. He sees Snape creeping out of the castle during dinner and walking into the forbidden forest, which students are not allowed to go into. But he sees him like scuttle off. And instead of just ignoring it, he does, which I don't even think I would have thought to do this, but he jumps on his broom and it's like, oh yeah, let's just go above him. Yeah. So he like, you know, over the trees, follows Snape into the forest and sees Snape talking to Quirrell. What? What? What and now I'm like, wait, happening? I thought Quirrell was a fucking good guy. Yeah, it's like, is Snape bullying him? Is what I mean, he is... was kind of bullying him. Yeah, it's kind of like... He was like, whole... he's like, you don't want to fuck with me, bro. Yeah, and he's like, you know, make sure you know where your loyalties lie, basically. Yeah. Here's this sort of vaguely, not even a pretty threatening sounding conversation between Snape and Quirrell. And Snape kind of being like, you know, I'll be waiting when you've had time to think, you know, I'll give you a, a little bit of time, but, uh, you know, decide where your loyalties lie. And then he, like, goes out of the forest and Coral's there, like, petrified. Oh, snap. Harry goes in, uh, meets everyone in, you know, at dinner. Everyone's celebrating. Where have you been? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Harry just couldn't be bothered. Like, we've got to talk about this. And then he fills them in on what he just saw, what he just heard. You know, he said, and I love this. I love this line. So you mean the stone's only safe as long as Quirrell stands up to Snape? Yeah. And Ron's like, it'll be gone by next Tuesday. It'll be gone by next Tuesday. Yeah. Because he basically said, you know, it seems like there might be some other magic around it and Quirrell knows it. Yeah. So it'll be gone by next Tuesday. Well put. Um, Now, next chapter, chapter 14. We got to speed through this because I know you have to get out of here. Yeah, I got to get out of here. But... Um, Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. All right, now this chapter was kind of like whatever for me. I mean, it's in what what's interesting to me is this is a very sea story in this whole story. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, is it? Is there more here? Wait, can we pause for two seconds? Is that possible? Yeah, let me pause. Jeez. 
Okay, so, you know, Coral's looking a little, like, pale and thin, but he hasn't snapped yet. They keep checking this door every time they go past it. They'll, you know, listen to see if they can hear the dog growling inside. Hermione is fucking, like, Ron and Harry are hyper-focused on this, but Hermione, of course, is sticking to her guns and being worried about, you know, their exams. Oh, yeah, their exams are coming up. She's like, I should have started studying months ago. And they're like, we've got forever. And she's like, we don't, it's 10 weeks. That's not forever, which she does have a point. That goes quickly. But it's like, you're going to learn so much more. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're, what? Are they in the library? Yeah. Um, they were in the library studying. That's what they were doing. Um, looking up, yeah, Harry's looking up stuff for stuff, stuff for whatever, 1,000 magical herbs and fungi. They're basically just all studying, trying to not, you know, give in to go outside because it's a nice day and they know they need to like lock down and get their extra work done. When they see Hagrid in the Hagrid library, library. acting sketchy as fuck. And he's a big guy to be acting sketchy. I mean, that is just drawing a lot of attention. Yeah, you're like, you, you're not going to blend in. No. Like, what do you think you're doing? And also, Hagrid, you're in a library. Nope, no one thinks you're actually reading. What are you doing in a library? Yeah, it's very, uh, very weird. He's kind of got a book that he's not showing them, and he's doing just sort of a very classic, like, well, you know, would love to stay, but uh, gotta go. And so he kind of rushes out, and Ron's like, I'm gonna go see what he was looking at. at. Goes and sees the area that Hagrid came out of, and it's Dragons. dragons. Hagrid, Hagrid was looking up stuff about dragons. And, you know, of course, Harry says, you know, he's always wanted a dragon. He told me that the first time I ever met him. And that's when Ron lets him know uh, it's illegal. By the way, the way Ron delivered that fact was very, I was like, that is like pretty Hermione-esque of you to know specifically. But I guess it's such a big deal. And he has a brother who chases dragons. So, so crazy. And, and bre- dragon breeding is outlawed. It's a whole, this is a whole big to do. Yeah, it's like a, a lot at stake. Huge this issue. could go very, very badly. Yes. And so later they go to visit him because they're like, this is sketch. And of course, like all the curtains are closed. It's hot as fuck. Like this is the first hot day of the year. They go in, he's blare, he like just he's got a fire blazing. He's like, Do you want some tea? <laughs> and also, I love that he's like, I bet you guys are coming to ask about Flamel again. Yeah. Well, I mean they they do want to know because they're yeah. like, you know, can you but tell us? they already us? figured out who he is. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, and they're like, oh, we know about him, but we want to know, you know, we know about the Sorcerer's Stone. What else besides Fluffy? Is, is protecting it. Is protecting it, you know? And Surely he's like, yeah, and all us. the professors put a spell on it, including Snape. Yeah, which, by the way, he revealed because he's like, I wouldn't tell you even if I knew. And Hermione kind of butters him up. I like that she's like, oh, yeah. I know, you know, it, it's just so great that you're so you know, so loyal to Dumbledore and what would he do without you? And he's like, well, I tell you a little, I guess, you know, she just like classic yeah, flattery. Uh, love her. Uh. And all of the professors have done some type of spell, including Snape. So they're kind of like, like Snape, Sna- Snape is, he's protecting it. Yeah. Like he's like, let go of the, fu- like Snape's not an evil guy. I know you guys don't like him, but get that out of your head. It's, that's not right. Um, and then Harry asks to have the window open because it's boiling in there, and he's like, can't. Sorry. And they're like, what, why? You know, what's that? And then they um, see the dragon egg in the fire. Yeah. And they, they're like, come on, what the fuck, man? And Hagrid says, by the way, little sketchy. I was down in the village having a few drinks and got into a game of cards with a stranger. I think he was quite glad to get rid of it. To me, this is sketchy. That it's know, like, I didn't I, even think about that, but now that you say that, that is pretty sketchy. Like with everything going on, was this just a weird traveler who had dragon eggs? I guess if you had an illegal substance, that's totally true. Or was this person, like, targeting Hagrid as this, you know, well-meaning but kind of dingy sometimes, you know, does the wrong thing when he means to do the right thing person who, uh, you know, has access to... Hogwarts. Does Snape have the power to turn himself into someone else? I don't know. Hmm, I don't know if anyone has that power. All right. Um, Only time will tell. Anyway, so the dragon's going to be hatching soon. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, I won it. Which also, like, if it's so rare, what the, someone just bet. I don't know. I, I don't buy that it was, it's so rare that someone's like, uh, you know, just willing to give it away 
in a bit. Yeah. But anyways, There's definitely something fishy going on there. So Hagrid's like, refu- you know, he's like, it's great. This is great. And they're all trying to reason with him, but he's like, you guys, I, I know what I'm doing. Cut to a few days later, Harry gets a note that just says it's hatching. So they all wait to the next break, go down. They watch a dragon pop out of the egg. Yeah. And, um, they realized someone was, Hagrid realized that someone was looking through the window. Malfoy had seen the dragon. Malfoy. And it's also like, at that, why, why wouldn't you immediately beg time to set this thing free? But Hagrid is such an animal. I mean, he's got Fluffy, who's that, he calls that scary dog Fluffy. Now he's hatching a dragon. He's obviously this giant guy that has a soft spot for animals in an almost dangerous way, or an actually dangerous way. Maybe because Hagrid's a bit of an outcast, he has a soft spot for animals that are outcasts. Yeah, that, that we write off as, like, bad, you know, dangerous things. And he's like, no, I'm just a big guy who looks scary, but I'm not scary. So that's a good point. But they, they convince him, you know, let's get in touch with Charlie, and we'll get Charlie to come take care of it. Because Hagrid won't just let it go in the woods, because it'll die. So for a week... There's this dragon, ra- dragon rapidly growing in Hagrid's home. Just and then they get the idea to send the to send the dragon, uh, who they named Norbert. They yeah, send the dragon cool. off to uh, Ron's brother Charlie in Romania. Yeah, Ron so- writes to the brother, is like, take the dragon. He's like, yeah, yeah, sure. I got some people will come scoop it up. Yeah, Saturday, Saturday night, night at the tower. So they just have to make it to Saturday. Shit's a little crazy, but, like, they're just like, if we can just get this dragon out of here before Malfoy gets anyone in trouble. But, like, Ron got bit by the dragon. Oh, Ron gets bit by the dragon. That was hilarious. So, yeah, but, so he has to go, you know, he tries to, like, hide it, but it's turning, you know, green, and obviously there's something, you know, they don't know if a dragon's poisonous or what. So he has to go to the infirmary. And of course, nosy ass Malfoy pretends. Also, they're like pretending to want to borrow a book from Weasley. The fact that that worked shocks me. Oh, like, so why would you be borrowing a book from a person in your Like, why wouldn't it be someone in your own house? Why yeah. would you be? This, I, that, that, that part annoyed the shit out of me. That's not real. And then like, he's like, oh, the letter's in there. He's going to know. That it's just like, I'm trying to justify how that, it's like, why wouldn't you be like, you don't, you're not, I'm not letting you borrow my book, but. He's in an infirmary. He's all, you know, getting stitched up. I'm sure Madame Pomfrey, who runs it, was like, well, you're not going to be reading. Like, just, just give him the book. We'll, we'll worry about it later. Yeah. But maybe it was a library book or something. Anyway, yeah, he realizes the letter's in there, and they're like, oh, we're fucked. But it's too late to change the plan. So they're like, look, we've got an invisibility cloak. He doesn't know about that. We've just got to, you know, get through it quickly. Yeah. So they get up there. They meet Charlie's friends. They take the dragon. And they're like, phew, whatever. And then as they And then Malfoy, by the way, Malfoy gets busted. In the hall on the way up, right? Was it on the way up? In the, in the hallway on the way up. So they're they going up getting before they get rid of the um, dragon. They're underneath an invisibility cloak. Malfoy gets caught being in the hallway by Professor McGonagall. And, you know, he's trying to, you know, oh, they've got a dragon. And she's just like, that's insane. You're making up lies. You're gonna, I'm going to talk to Professor Snape about you. This is a problem. And he gets detention. So they're all like, woo. And I love like, when she's like, I'm going to see Professor Snape about you. And I'm like, oh, he's like, going to do shit. I know. It's like, he, he's not going to, he's going to be like, whatever. In addition to he'll, Snape will be like, oh, they had a, and then whatever. Now anyways, he's on to the more. Now he's on to more. But anyways, they, they didn't get caught with the dragon. So they didn't get, get caught with the, the dragon. Set but it off. They did get fucking caught. Because it's fucking amateur hour. I cannot believe they went down without the invisibility cloak. They're like, well, the dragon's gone. Who forgets an invisibility cloak? That's like a rare piece of... You know who never would have forgotten the invisibility cloak had it been hers is Hermione. Okay? Because that type of bitch wouldn't leave anything behind. And that is what I respect about her. But what I don't respect about her is that she couldn't keep it together in this instance. Yeah, I didn't expect, because she was up there. I didn't expect yeah. her. Yeah. And I guess it's, I mean, I've never gotten rid of a dragon or did a handoff of a dragon. So that's a lot. And yeah, maybe I mean, she that's, had that's trusted that Harry would have it when they, because they basically step inside and Filch is right there. You know what I mean? So there was no time to like, I think in any other scenario, they would have gotten a couple feet in and gone, oh shit, the invisibility cloak. 
So now not only are they in trouble, they immediately are in trouble. They can't go back out onto the tower. Like, what are they going to do? So now they're in trouble and have to hope that, God forbid, the wind doesn't blow, you know, what's going to happen to the invisibility cloak? And that's where yeah. we leave off, is that now they've been you caught You know what, I was worried about, I because for a while I was worried about, uh, what are we going to do about the invisibility cloak? I definitely worried about that. But then I'm just like, it's, no one's going to get their hands on the invisibility cloak. Well, yeah, cloak. no one knows it's there. So no yeah. one's going to go up there. You can't see it. Yeah. You know? And there's really, there's a big part of me that wants to look ahead and find out what happens to the invisibility cloak. But I'm not going to do that. Because I'm just going to read the last three chapters, the last two chapters. Yes, and then we will have a, we're going to have an episode out uh, tomorrow, which is today for you guys. So Tuesday. Yeah. And this then will, another one very soon. That will have chapters 15 and 16. Is chapter 17 review a separate chapter? I don't know. It's going to be all chapter, all three chapters are going to be, but if you're an, uh, uh, a. But before we give Patreon, out that, yeah. Yeah, a patron, a po- a pod, patron, <laughs> a pot, a patron, a potterion, a potterion, a potterion. So we will do an ep- an episode reviewing fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. But before that episode is recorded, before it comes out, we will give you a time and date if you are a patron that you can come watch us read the last chapter together. I will be reading it out loud. You will get Nicole's reactions, who will be reading along. And um, it will be one day this week because we want we want to get this jammed out. We want to get, get this jammed out. We want this I, done in time for uh, revealing your house before we have. Should we time. reveal your house first at tea time? Yeah, we'll reveal my house at tea time. Tea time, and then everyone else will have to wait until uh, the the episode after that, which will be reviewing the the movie, I guess. Yeah. To find out what house. Nicole is in, but the patrons will know at tea time. So what we've got coming up is live reading. We're doing a live reading of it, right? On Zoom, obviously. We're going to do a live reading of it on Zoom. Live reading of it on Zoom. The episode reviewing 15, 16, and 17 will drop. And then the recording of the live reading will be on Zoom as well, in case you couldn't make it to the live reading. Yeah, we'll, um, yeah the recording will be on Patreon of the Zoom. Patreon of the Zoom. And, uh, and then by Saturday, we will be doing our first tea time. You guys, this is so fucking exciting for me. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. And thanks, thank you for nobody spoiling anything. Yes, we've um, done a I great really, job. I really, I only, I only spoiled it for myself when I went and watched the movie. And I, and I, I really don't regret that I did that. But um, I'm happy I kept myself from you know, trying to see what the invisibility cloak looks like in the movie. Very I'm curious. I'm impressed. Very by your much friend. looking forward to that. It's going to be great. I'm excited to hear what you love and hate about the movie. I'm excited to get to the end of this book and see what the hell's going on and see your reaction to what the hell's going on. Yeah. And I'm excited to tell everyone what house you're in at tea time. I'm excited to find out what house I'm in. You guys, I feel like I'm having a bat mitzvah. This is great. But it's a better than a bat mitzvah because. No, I'm it's kidding. A, Nothing's it's better a, than bot mitzvah. It's a so bot witch ma. It's ma. Bot witch. Bot, a bot witch. A, a witz. I, I tried to make it work, but it didn't work. A, a bot mitzvah. Bot mitzvah. Bot. A witch mitzvah. A pot mitzvah. It's a potter mitzvah. It's a pot mitzvah. Pot mitzvah. Yeah. All right, you guys. We're going to go Listen, now. We, we ruined the end of this episode. <laughs> It's fine. You're here for that, though. You guys Anyways, like weird shit. We'll find out what happens after uh, Filch Dragon Town on the next episode. And um, patreon.com slash name that pod if you want to get in on the live reading, get in on tea time, get in on early releases of all of these episodes, and watch the movie along with us. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>